framing is important, obviously. <laughs> okay, so um, Elliot, right? Yes. Okay, and obviously me and Spitty Strawberries right there. So these tarot cards that we just showed y'all, yeah. they're amazing. Okay, so you were starting to talk about them. So um, it is one of my favorite projects that we've done. So it's a collaboration we did with 79 different artists. So every single card is going to be a, um, it's going to be inspired by the wider rate deck. So it's going to be your standard arcane, but um, all the major and minor. Yeah. Okay, so cool. Everything will be kind of um, based off your average tarot deck, okay. but all the cards are going to be different. So it'll all right. be assigned to a different artist, as well as they'll take I their own uh, inspiration from it. And if you really love a card, you can always look them up in here. You can see um, any of their contact information, so you can find them on other platforms, okay, as well cool. as you can get a brief description about the inspiration That's awesome. from it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you've used any of the other tarot decks, but like these are awesome. I personally, I collect yeah. a lot of tarot decks. I have way Me more too. than I'd like Me to too. admit. Yeah, I've got like 10 at least. I, I had one the other day, I lost it. I was like, where the hell did my tarot deck go? Asking the other tarot decks I where know. it went. <laughs> other than it being kind of like a really cool collaboration project, yeah. um, it is part of our Corrupted line. So every Halloween, really cool. yeah. we come out with a new special theme. Um, okay. This year, we're kind of like leaning more towards witchcraft. So we also have like the altar oh cloths and stuff like that. Uh, which also makes yes. me really happy yes. as the know, witch of are, Wormwood. <laughs> okay, so you are also a practitioner? I am. Heck yes, me too. Elbow bump? Yay! Very cool. Okay, yeah, it's... it's... Um, so the Lux deck will have this really nice silver trim, okay, as well cool. as it'll have a holographic background that'll be rainbowy. Okay. And then Ooh. the standard deck is going to be all the same cards, all the okay. same art. It's just not going to have any of the silver on it, and it's going to have a flat matte background. Okay, okay, cool. So it's kind of like a budget in a regular one. So for me, uh, I'm sure y'all know, I'm on a budget, so I'll probably end up getting the standard one, but this is so pretty. If, I had, if you have the extra 40 bucks, get, get the <laughs> deluxe one. So thank you so much for talking with us, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>
to integrate what we do best with TTRPGs and what we really want to do is like some really cool animations and really cool products. Yeah. So we created this deck to allow you to build worlds, build characters, and integrate that into storytelling and building okay. as well as regular day-to-day -day divination. So it's so it's kind of like you can so could you build a whole world? You can build worlds off it, yeah. It, it has like spreads awesome. and examples of yeah. how you can do that, as well as if you want to play 5e campaign settings, there is boss monsters and things yeah. you can do to really throw that all together. I think I already have an idea for one of our other partners over at uh, World Building Weirdos. We could like build a world yeah. with this, yeah. theoretically. Yeah. So that would be cool. And then uh, what else is that? This is like the deluxe and the ultra deluxe. So okay. the, the, the difference is the regular edition comes with an abridged book which has the information on the cards. Okay. The deluxe comes with the book and the Oh my god, I love deck. your nails too. Thank you. Okay. Actually, I did a two match the foiling that's on awesome. the box itself. Look at that, that's perfect. <laughs> This book does. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the product we actually almost sold out to left, and yeah. we're, we're getting there. It's doing well. Wow. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, you're just... Everybody's talking about this this year. This is a big hit. So, yeah, and thanks for thanks for your time with agreeing to do this little promo for us. It's cool. and Brenda at WeirdWorks LLC, which I'm really excited about. So obviously those who are friends of our channel who have been following us for a while know that we do the Adventurer's Tarot in our Heaven's Fire campaign. But I just found out today that there is a brand new tarot set. So this is the cyberpunk tarot, or sort of cyberpunk-esque tarot. And oh my gosh, it is amazing. I love all of the colors. And do you want to say anything about the design process? Or yeah, like... so this is a cyberpunk tarot deck. Yeah. Um, it's based on the Rider Waite. And I just wanted to do like a cyberpunk fantasy thing. So yeah. we have the cards. Uh, they're available for pre-order. Um, and we'll also have like D&D Bible content to go yes. with this. Yep. Yeah. That's really cool. So yeah, um, and that's just weirdworks. LSC.com. What's that? Weird.works, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. And that's right there. And all the socials and links and everything will be in there. And I was just so happy to see our friends here at Weirdworks LSC. So, as some of y'all may or may not know, we're going to be doing a cyberpunk game in 2023. TBD. Okay? We've been floating it for a long time. Amazing. I would like to use these. And uh, I'm excited. So, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Oh, Brenda, you're awesome. This was so cool. And uh, I think this is going to be a cool video. This is our last interview. So, have a good night, everybody.
Thanks, All right, yeah. here. We're back with uh, Fleet and uh, one of our friends from GRTW and also is doing some other products. So, yeah, we're talking to a bunch of people on the show floor and out and about. This is the official interview space, as we just called it, your second interview of the day in the exact yeah. same spot. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and about, uh, and then we'll go from there. Sure. My name is Fleet Dietrich, pronouns they, she. I am a TTRPG indie designer as well as a actual play streamer for Girls Around These yes. Worlds and other places. Awesome. And uh, I was told just recently that you have another project that you're working on. Yes. Okay. Uh, so tell me about it. Because I was like, wait, no, i got to get you for an interview. So, <laughs> so I am designing. What you got? Sure. So I am designing a solo journaling game called Mother's Kitchen. It's using okay. a tarot-based system. Yes. <laughs> which I, I is is a uniquely like around a sort of feminine kind of medium. Yeah. So I felt that it was more appropriate for a game about a recipe in kitchens. Right. Especially since no matter what gender role you're forced into, it's sort of been yeah. part of the responsibilities. <laughs> so uh, this game spans 20 generations, uh, excuse me, spans 20 centuries, four <laughs> generations, and cool. it's one recipe 20 card. 20 generations is a long time. <laughs> it's a lot of generations. That's all the way back. Yeah, but yeah, it's 20 centuries, thankfully, and you just pick four <laughs> generations within them, and cool. a recipe that changes and grows as every single person comes in contact with okay. it. There's also a unique mechanic that allows you to bring an ancestor who's touched the recipe as a ghost into the kitchen with you to advise you and to help you. Okay. All right. So what are the basic mechanics of the system? Is it completely tarot-based, or are there dice? There are some dice There are diceless systems, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So it's not a diceless system. There's a couple of dice involved. So I have broken out the recipe cards into 10 ingredients, 10 instructions, and a note section. So what you do is you will have a tarot spread that's mm -hmm. going to be past, present, and future. That's just a major arcana. That's the same spread that I usually do when I'm doing a regular tarot reading. Exactly. So, yep. Yeah, it's the simplest one. It gives you the bare bones information you need. Uh, yeah, which is funny because I always open these other tarot books, and they're like the Celtic Cross, and then there's like the... It's like the double helix and all kinds of other, you know, oh, yeah, crazy there's ones. Oh, yeah, there's one that's like the, the, the pentacle yeah. one that's like yep. a, almost a, a, a sunbeam kind of formation. Yeah, yeah. But for this one, because we are splitting it into major and minor, I mm -hmm. felt the simpler the better. You lay out uh, three cards for past, present, future, and it defines where you, your character is in their generation at the moment. And then you start journaling. You then can draw from the minor arcana mm -hmm. to see how you did. Cool. Okay, yeah. One in ten, different things happen with some prompts. So, uh, the, so the major and the minor arcana are already separate. They're already separated. Cool, based on individual mechanics. Yes. I like that. Okay. So when you draw the minor arcana, the mm -hmm. one through ten will vary. So it's not always going to be one is failed, ten is success. There's ten is you succeed, but at a cost. You don't quite, maybe mm, what you very want is like what you PBTA. get. Yeah, it's cool. sort of it's sort of like maybe what you wanted isn't actually what you wanted. So right. you get everything you've been trying to do because when we cook, we are trying to convey a feeling. We're trying to solve something. Very, have you seen Food Wars, the anime? Yes, I have. Yes, okay, because I was going to say, you're like describing Food Wars. So. A little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. For this one, you then will, depending on if you got, you know, uh, wands or if you got cups, it will mm -hmm. tell you to change part of the recipe and you roll to determine what part of the recipe oh, gets cool. changed. Okay. So you maybe... Is it just D6 or? Uh, D10. Okay, cool, cool. So it will sort of determine, like, oh, you ran out of time. Get rid of one of the steps of the recipe or shorten it by okay. this many words. Okay. Then there's another one where it's you do not have the ability to access this ingredient. It's out about the store. Replace the one you roll for something new. And then the next generation gets that recipe. Okay. And it changes really it. Cool. You are changed yeah. by it. And if you ever want to re-roll, there's finally an ancestor card that you draw once per generation. Okay. Where you welcome the ghost of a loved one or uh, in the line into the kitchen with you to advise you, to help you. Because when we cook, 
the smells, the, the touch, the feeling, it right. brings us to a place, yeah. whether we know it or not. It's an experience. It's an experience yeah. and it's and a, a tradition. Yes, yes, it's a tradition and a wish because when we write something down, we want to convey it to someone else. And is this a mostly solo RPG or is it? This is it? a solo RPG, okay. however. I think you might have said that at, at the beginning. But yes, okay. but there is the ability to pass it along. Yeah. So They're just so rare that even when people say it's a solo RPG, like my mind is like, okay, so how do we play this with the table? I'm like, oh no, you already said it was a solo RPG. It's very sort of like uh, you are in, there's also a, a template that I provide to let you put your own family recipe oh, inside because yeah. you're exploring your culture. Uh, however, if you want, you can take each of these four generations and make assign a generation to each person and then pass the recipe along from person to person along with your journal entries. That's really rad. So there's some options there. Yeah, but so it's, it's kind of like a, a rainy day solo person RPG. And I know that they're very, they're a lot more common right, than they used to be. And I've been hearing a lot more talk about solo RPGs than we ever have, than I ever have. And I think it's pretty cool that we're getting a lot more of them, and that you're doing one, and that it's witchy. Now, Absolutely I'm not necessarily witchy. a kitchen witch. I'm assuming you're, you've got some kitschy witch vibes going I'm on. I'm Jewish. So. It's a little, so it's not quite witchy. It's okay. more like, for us, we uh, we have such a, the, the line of a recipe for us is survival. It's, mm -hmm. we are able to take something and travel with it and move it from one place okay. to another yeah. and still maintain the integrity and the love right. that is within our own community. So for me, it's more about how do we honor the people we came from who maybe right. weren't able to get where we are? Yeah. And I know that I've been hearing a lot more recently for uh, about tarot practice, about how tarot practice can be definitely dissociated from like a, a witchy practice. Yeah. It's just most of okay, what we do on the channel is mostly kind of like based from a, a witchy lens. But also there are a lot of people that are part of our community that have the same kind of uh, that, that have the same experience with tarot, that it's just sort of like a supplement for them for um, anything that they want to use and maybe not necessarily identifying as witchy, which is also really cool that we're seeing more of that too because tarot is just awesome in general. It's yeah. awesome in general, but I think like for the ghost aspect, that's what the intention was, but mm. for the cards... And, and it has no specifics either, which is what's great about it. Exactly. It just yeah, has that base and then it expands from there. For the cards specifically... Like a layer cake. <laughs> like a layer cake, like <laughs> yeah. an onion. Yeah. Oh, like, like, <laughs> like layers like onions. We actually just saw the. Did you see the new onion? Uh, is it was it what was it called? I don't. I want to say it's not blooming onion. The glass onion. Glass onion. Did you see it? Ooh, the glass onion movie. No. It's the it's the second Knives Out movie. It, it, it's it's fun. Anyway, sidebar over. Go ahead. It's okay. But I I really wanted to quickly say like, the part of choosing tarot came from not only is it is it a feminine practice but also like right. the small ways that in which is. we survive the small ways in which we thrive and learn to practice and love ourselves is through more spiritual practices through more pagan elements through right. things that grow like a lot of Jewish practices came from paganism yes. like, and yep. it's sort of like an eon back to even before even before Judaism in these centuries even before these things happened this tarot is a self-reflective tool but it's also very much bringing that element of, of what we were bringing that element of kitchen magic bringing mm. that element of of, of um, witchy sort of practice and belief and, and power into a space that is more mundane yeah. and, and elevates it so that's sort of like it's it's a marriage between I think because I was pagan when I was in high school I had Mm -hmm. practice I think it was very much a, an exploration of my own femininity mm. and and of my own power it yeah. really is it really is sort of embracing that's exactly how I feel when yeah. I practice it's that power of femininity or the divine feminine in general which I, I think a lot of people I don't know if we can say that now because that's like uh, is that 
that might be Hindu based now, but like, so a lot of, a lot of tarot cards will talk about the divine feminine, but I've been hearing a lot of uh, folks on TikTok saying that it might be sort of appropriating from Hindu cultures. So I've been careful to say that, but sort of like the essence of femininity, I think would, would be a better way. Yeah. It's sort of like, um, there's little things that we've done right, to survive. Right. It's little magics and practices. I, I think the sacred idea of femininity is probably a better way to say that. Oh, I gosh, think. I yeah. See, I see. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm always like perusing TikTok to make sure that like that's you know, very, I'm on that's the right practice. side of TikTok. Yeah, so I think that that's the general thing. So I think it's more sort of like saying the sacred aspect of femininity. I think it's probably yeah. better. But I'll have to dive deep into some more TikToks and get back to you officially on that. <laughs> but we'll I, say that in the meantime. For me, I feel like femininity, because so I'm, I'm Beishi, right. I'm non-binary. Right, right. For me, femininity is less a spiritual thing than something I have to grapple with. Right, right, right. For, for me, it's, it's it's become less of something I celebrate and more of something I have to navigate. So this right. game was also an exploration of if I'm embracing femininity, what does that mean in a more lower sense? What does that mean in a more definition sense? Mm. So... For me, what I've discovered, femininity isn't just something that you, you feel, it is something you can choose to adopt into your life and it doesn't change who you are. Right. Or it can, and it can be a joyous thing, it can be a celebrational thing. But it's, I think the thing I had to grapple with for my mother's kitchen especially was defining my own gender in the face of expectation. And right, which is something that we hear a lot, yeah. especially for non-binary folks. It's, it's definitely a struggle. Yeah. And navigating cultural, you know, concerns, concerns from family, but like wanting to maintain that relationship and have, it's a delicate balance, you know, and for anybody that's trans, whether it's trans masculine, exactly. feminine, binary, it's like navigating and with family, it's, it's difficult because it's easy to say, cut out your family entirely. Because I think that would be the, I think that would be everybody's first response. But obviously, it's more complicated than that. And there's history, and you know, yeah. there in culture that there's also a lot of plays pressure. a factor. Yes. Yeah. But especially in Judaism, there's a lot of pressure for women to carry the line. Mm. And if I'm not a woman, does that mean I have any right to carry the line? Does that mean I have a right to call myself oh, that's, Jewish? That's wild. It's a very intense feeling. But yeah. with a recipe, with a recipe, it's not about what someone tells you or that's gives a way you. To, it's yeah. a wish. And that wish. That's really cool. It won't come true the way the original person will, person will wish it. It will take on a life of its own, and you are, by changing the recipe, allowing yourself to change the narrative of your own family's history. And I find that to be powerful in a way yeah. that is, is almost guttural. Wow. I don't think I could follow that up with anything <laughs> meaningful. Uh, thank you so much. That's perfect. So uh, do can you share any information about timelines sure. or anything like that? So I believe where folks can support you? Of course. So you can um, sign up for my Substack on Flea Dietrich okay. uh, because uh, that's the Flea Folio. You'll get all your updates from there. I'm going to be doing a crowdfunder in February. So we're, we already have finalized little bits of tarot. We're actually making our own tarot deck for the game based on mundane kitchen objects. Oh, cool. So we have oh, the that's chariot. That's going to be so wood, awesome. It's beautiful. The yeah. chariot is a wooden chair. My grandmother, who recently passed, is in the game as the Empress card. Okay. She has a teapot for a head. So I'm it's sorry a little, that she like, passed, but I'm grateful that she's in the game that you're able to carry oh, that yeah. on yeah and then, because ctrpgs are also like a continuation of memory too exactly and then yeah. and, and i mean i was like oh this is a game about moving things forward about bringing people in with you and mm -hmm. although i was never able to bring my grandmother into my life fully when she was right. alive i do feel like i can at least bring her intention into my life right and you have that you have to own. have it but you can follow me there and find that and support me there because we'll be hopefully releasing a full tarot deck that you can buy and play with 
That's um, awesome. It's beautiful. I am very humbled by the experience. My artist Kaylee is incredibly talented. And keep an eye out there, February 2023. Okay, yeah. Keep an eye out. Go check it out. And uh, thank you. This was an incredibly deep and meaningful interview. I learned so much. So thank you, and uh, we'll see you on the next uh, in the next segment. Bye. <laughs>